I never give advice that's outside of the parents that are here, individual advice, but I'm getting so many phone calls, so many phone calls. We have a kid who doesn't go to school and all he does is play video games all day. Okay, I, I got a call recently. They put the kid in a, in a psych ward, in a psych ward because of this. And now he's going to come home and they want us to monitor him no more than an hour, no more than two. He doesn't go to school. He's going to threaten to kill the parents. He's going to threaten suicide. He's going to be back in the psych ward. But how could you just let a kid do 10 hours, 12 hours, 14 hours of video games? So we've had over here so much success at just stop being the kid's enemy. How is a kid supposed to express himself? This is not, we're not talking about a normal six-year-old, eight-year-old, ten-year-old who you give him a half an hour of TV or half an hour video game and then you got to do your homework and go to bed or an hour or two hours. We're talking about someone who says, I'm going to kill myself. Let them watch, let them play video games. Because, and I can't understand why they don't tell you. The alternative, if you stop him from doing that, will be hurting himself, threatening someone else. It's not going to be, okay, fine, I did four hours, I'm good now, and now what can I do around the house? Anything I need, right? It's going to be drugs, it's going to be bad. How come How come when people see a problem, they don't tell you what happens that if you, they only know how to take away the problem. So we have parents that are disconnecting the Wi-Fi on Shabbos because the kid's using Wi-Fi on Shabbos to watch movies. If Rahman al-Litzlan, your kid is holding by that, do you think they're going to love Shabbos when, when they don't have Wi-Fi on Shabbos? They go crazy. And how come, no, how come, where is the common sense? Where is the common sense? And people get advice and pay, pay money for this advice. Disconnect the Wi-Fi from Shabbos. And then the kid's going to say, oh darn, I don't have a connection. I might as well go to shul. I love Shabbos now. I'm not watching. Like, where's the brains? Where's the experience? Why don't they tell you, don't disconnect the Wi-Fi on Shabbos? Something's wrong. The kid is either having a breakdown or it's not taiva. It's not taiva that your kid can't stop watching movies on Shabbos and that's why they break Shabbos. It's like, where is the common sense? We're smart people. We're smart people. Where's the Das Tyre saying that? The real Das Tyre never, ever, ever says that. Really high Das Tyre never says that. And a kid who's 10, 12, 14 hours can't stop playing video games has a major meltdown, has a major breakdown. You pull that away, whoever's guiding you to do that, if their answer is, oh, he's threatening you, I guess you have to call 911. That's the advice. Your advice caused us to just call 911. You're telling us to do something that's going to cause us to put our kid in the psych ward, cause our kid to become suicidal, cause our kid to become violent. The advice is causing, it's the wrong advice, causes our kids to go sugar. I said, this kid is a young kid, right? Is he hurting anybody? No. He's saying, I can't go to school. He could be being, he could have gotten raped in school. He could have gotten bullied in school. Something happened. Something happened to him, right? And he can't say what it is. Probably threatened. Very, very many times kids are, are, are never traumatized and threatened. I'll kill your mother. I'll kill your sister. It happens. This is what it looks like. And he's not hurting anybody. And he's saying, let me be. And you're going to pull the plug on that? And you think you're going to help the kid? And they get that advice. They pull the plug. And a week later or a few days later, the kid's in the psych ward. He's acting crazy or he's violent or he's running away from home. I'm getting calls of 13-year-olds running away from home. We don't know where she is. We don't know where he is. What should we do? What should we do? Call it. 
and they make it worse over and over and over again. So I'm begging you, whoever is giving you advice needs to know the result of the advice. You're laughing because it's like, it's so stupid. Like, is that too much to ask for? It's like, I never, I never understood why they're giving advice. Didn't you try this last time? The last hundred times, did it ever work that the kid said, oh, mod, I don't have any video games. I guess I'll go to school. You're making them, you're making them crazy because they have an escape and you're taking away their escape. Now, why don't you think a little bit deeper? Why does the kid need an escape? And if he needs an escape, please let him escape because otherwise he's going to go crazy. And why, why, why is it too much to ask before, before you get this advice? I'm, I'm, I'm describing a situation. Please tell me, how many situations like this did you advise on? Because sometimes they're students and they don't really know. And they learned in school. And the co- How many times? A hundred. What's your success rate that my kid's going to get better by this advice? 80%, 60% do it. But if the advice just makes my kid worse, would you go to a doctor? The kid has 101 fever and he tells you, well, I think you should put him in the freezer overnight. Oh, okay, now he has... I mean, like, what advice are you giving? It makes the kid worse. So please be very, very, very careful. Don't take away their crutch. Don't try to take away the, oh, he's never going to walk because we let him have a cane. Pull away the cane. Trust your kid. Realize something's going wrong. Find someone who knows how to fix the problem by de-escalating it without making the kid turn into a crazy person and become violent, without risking your relationship. I've proven, you've all proven, that you don't need to risk your relationship to save the kid because it's the only thing that brings them back. So why would you risk it when the kid starts to spiral? Why would you risk the most precious thing? And now all of a sudden they tell you, no, you as parents, like you're the one thing, that you're the stability of this kid. They can't fix the kid. They can't get through. So now you have to be the one. You become, I don't know what the word is, you become like the, the police, the KGB. You have to check and you have to run and you have to lock and you have to this. You're going to control this kid by being their enemy? It's, it's so much sugar and it makes everything worse. Where, where is the statistics? Where are the brains? It's crazy because you all did this. You all went through this. Thousands of people. And then people say, no, it's not true. Not true. It's not true. It's happening every day. People, this is a one man show. <laughs> people, I know it's frustrating. Everybody's jumping out of your seats and they say, oh, TP parents so extreme. No, because you just went through it and Nebuch, the new crew of the next 10,000 parents going through this, they don't know until they go through it and it doesn't work. Halavai, it should work. I wish it should work. I wish that you pull the plug and they get better. I wish that you, you, you shut the Wi-Fi and they start keeping Shabbos. I wish that you, you stopped and you put your foot down and they said, oh, you put your foot down. <laughs> I'm going back to school. I guess I'm going to be normal now. It doesn't help for sick. It doesn't help for pain. It doesn't help for trauma. They're showing signs. We have kids falling apart every single day. Someone's falling apart. They need compassion. They need understanding. You never, ever risk your relationship. Ever. And I don't know why, but I hate to say it because I'm a guy. Men are, men are just not, most, mostly it's the men. We don't get it. Most men, most women have to fight their husband. This, this, this woman texted me. I can't share too much detail. She texted me. She wants to come here, whatever she said. She went through all of this and she fought her husband. She fought the therapist. She fought and everybody was against her. And she, 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 her kid got worse and worse and worse. She said, now I hate the rabbis. 
I hate the therapist and I hate my husband. We're getting divorced. I can't stand it. He forced me, wouldn't let me. No, you're being too easy on him. You have to put your foot down. It's your fault. It's, it's, my, it's a mommy's fault that the kid wants to die? It's a mommy's fault that the kid is dysfunctional? You're too easy on him? And, that, and they say it with such conviction. It's, it, they're so shallow. They're so shallow. And, and I, I like guys. I'm saying I, I'm a guy. But husbands usually, it's like 95% of it's the husband's fault. And then finally we get a couple of deep guys and it's the women are cuckoo. You confessed already. So, we, you know, you can, you can, yeah, so many guys say, I was that guy. I was that father. Like, like, no, don't threaten your wife. Don't threaten your husband. Don't threaten your kid. And don't go to, to people who are giving advice from 20 years ago. We've buried thousands of Jewish kids from that advice. Buried who will never come back for no reason, no upside. You go to advice, you say, "What? okay, what's going to happen if I listen to you? And you see, if a kid gets worse, you say, what happens if the kid gets worse? So many times they say, oh, I can't help you, i got to call 911. Well, you can't, what, what do you mean you can't help me? I had a kid with 101 fever. He was fine. He was just playing video games. Now I have a kid smoking weed. Now I have a kid who's angry and is smashing glass and is going crazy. And, and don't make your kid crazy. Let let them be at that, that point that they're not normal. I'm not talking about regular chinuch. I'm talking about way past that. Don't make them crazy. We've had so many kids who parents let them be dysfunctional and then all of a sudden they get healthier with part of the whole system and they start to function.